They crouched together in deep darkness, his captor's chill, firm hand pressing the knife against Morgan's throat. Each time, quiet footsteps passed their hiding place, his heart raced. Whether they were found by Sithi or Norn, Morgan did not think the discoverers would care that he belonged to neither army. The sounds of pursuit faded at last. After a long silence, he whispered, There's no one else coming. You can let me go now. I promise I won't tell anyone. His only reply was a quiet hiss. It might have been laughter, but could have been something less pleasant. The keen edge of the knife was cold against his skin. It seemed like such a small thing, that edge, thinner than a broom straw, barely more perceptible than a smear of water or a waft of cool air. Yet he did not doubt it could end his life. The one who holds me is a Norn, one of the white foxes. They have no souls. They hate us, and they want our kind dead. But for some unknown reason, he was still alive. The Norn put her feet into the small of his back and shoved him hard enough to send him sprawling forward onto his hands and knees. Get up, she said quietly. Slow. We go now. He considered trying to crawl away and then make a run for it, but remembered that both the Norns and Sithi could see much better in the dark than he could. He started to get to his feet and knocked his head painfully against the stone above him. Go, she said. Move. I am just behind. Go where? he asked, rubbing his aching head. Deeper into the tunnels? Again the hiss. Fool! I never have been in this place, but still I know more than you. Below this city much farther, below the river, the water comes in everywhere. Can you live without breath? He felt the point of a heavier blade than the knife push against his spine. We move now, she said, but quiet. Do only what I say. Do all immortals speak westerling? He wondered. Is it some magic? She made him lie face down on the stone as she climbed over him to get out of the crevice. She felt surprisingly light, but moved with such swift purpose that he did not even consider trying to fight for his freedom. He followed her out into the passage and nearly walked into the point of a long, sharp sword. Do I need to say no tricks? she asked. Morgan shook his head. Now that they had left the crevice, the light from the glowing stones shone on them again, dim but steady. He could see that the woman, no, the immortal creature, he reminded himself, perhaps many centuries old, was a little shorter than he was, and much more slender. Still, the sword in her death-pale hand did not waver, as though it were lighter than a birch wand. But it was the narrow oval of her face that caught his attention. Her eyes were large and tilted upward, like those of the Sithi folk he had met. 
But this creature's eyes were not molten gold like theirs, but dark as a starless sky, a difference made even more prominent by her almost invisible cobweb eyebrows. He had never seen a Norn, and he was startled by how much she looked like a very pale-skinned mortal. Her face was narrow, but her features would not have been outlandish on one of his own kind. You stare, she said, sounding almost amused, though Morgan would not have wanted to risk his life on that. You find me horrifying, or you think me comely? He did find her comely, even with her sword only inches from his throat, but he quickly looked down. No, I just didn't know who it was that, that caught me in the dark. He lifted his eyes until he met hers, bottomless wells, inky depths. Now I see. She made a noise of derision. Move, then. I do not stay here. No, cannot stay here. Soon the sacrifices will have all the city. Then they make a careful search of even these deep places. Morgan was exhausted, every muscle trembling. And yet there was that unarguable sword pointed directly at him, the gray blade so slim it was almost invisible. What do you want me to do? Walk before me. Do nothing foolish. He lifted his hands in a gesture of resignation. And my own sword? To his surprise, she laughed. Wear it, if you like. But draw it against me, and you learn fast what a sacrifice knows. Sacrifice? Is that what you call yourself? The laugh again, swift and harsh. Ha! Once I did with much pride. Now I do not. Walk, mortal boy. Not a boy, he muttered. But his captor gave no sign of having heard him.